Today, guys, I'm here with a guest, and we are talking about podcasting and what it takes and what we love about it, and just sharing some really fun times. So stay tuned. Okay, hey everybody, welcome back to my show. This is Brandy J, voice to be reckoned with. And today I have here with me, Jim, the podcaster Sherpa, and he is the host of Too Many Podcasts. Way too many. Way too many. (laughs) Hey Jim, how are you today? I am very good, Brandy. Thank you so much for having me on. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's a little little, little hot in here, but you know, I won't pass out. I'll make it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hopefully right well i appreciate you coming on um to my show and it's always nice to have like a fellow podcaster you know so you can understand you know the struggle absolutely <laughs> yeah sure so um jim i before i get into your show i did notice something interesting that okay. you're not currently like right you you used to live in alaska <laughs> no actually i I've, I've never lived in alaska it's not like a uh, one of those. Uh, just like you're a banana tearing with. Do you know I sat there for a minute? I was like, I don't know what that is. So I did look it up, and I said, Wait a minute. <laughs> when when I first went on Facebook, I was like, I don't know if I want people to find me, so I'll just say that I live in Alaska. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I think Steve pulled one over on me like that too before. I was like, I thought I knew. He was like, Yeah, no, I never lived. I never was there. I was like, Oh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> one of the mysteries of the Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, okay, so too many podcasts. Can you please tell us how did you come about that name? Or did you have your show already and then you came up with the name afterwards? Okay, yeah. There's a little bit of a story behind it. Um, initially, I, I'm a big music fan. I think I've told the story to a lot of other people, but I'll tell it to you because you need to hear it. Um, <laughs> I wanted to originally do a music podcast because I'm a big music fan. And after a while, you look it up and music podcasts are very hard for people that are listening because there's a lot of copyright issues and you know, you're dealing with a lot of people's agents and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's kind of hard. I email some artists from the 80s i was going to do like an 80s music podcast and none of them responded none of them wanted to be on the show (laughs) i don't know why so i said okay this probably is a little you know slippery slope to go down so i said what what can i do and i did listen to a lot of podcasts so i said why don't i just do a podcast about podcasts and I found that there were groups where I could find other podcasters and talk to them, such as yourself. And then it just kind of really grew from there. After that, I started interviewing people who were in the entertainment field and actors and writers and directors and producers. So it's just kind of taken a life of its own. It's it was originally geared towards people who were kind of new to podcasts because I don't know how you know how it happens with you, Brandy, but lots of times when you're talking to people and you say, "Oh, I have a podcast," and they say, "What's a podcast? Where can I find this? Is it on the radio? No, it's not on the radio. <laughs> it's on your phone. It's right there." So, I think when people go on that and they don't know where to start, what, what do I listen to first? So, that was the whole idea initially with just interviewing other podcasters because I could do a show about you know a 
the paranormal and have somebody who goes to the paranormal podcast one week. Another week could be true crime. Another week I had uh, people on who did a show about the English language and there were two teachers, you know, and then it was a fun show and we had like a great time. So it was something different. And then, you know, I started talking about people that had social media presence. Like I've sp spoken to a supermodel from Australia. I, I spoke to another guy in Australia who's a chocolatier. He, uh, he's a millionaire and uh, wow. he's like very well known in, uh, in Sydney, Australia. He's had uh, like the numerous prime ministers go to his store and celebrities and things like that. So it's like all sorts of people. It just kind of became all encompassing where I could get to talk to people from every single walk of life. And it didn't really matter what they did or who they were. So it was just, you got a story to tell? Come on now to the Sherpa Chalet. See, I like that. I like you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, how long have you um, done real fast? You already how how long? Or when did you start? Like what year? Or um, April of 2019 was the okay. first episode. So a little bit over a year. We're in the same book here, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My my first episode was with a lady named Allison Sharp, and. She hosts a podcast. Well, she hosted a podcast called Travel Snacks, and it was about traveling and snacks. And now she has a YouTube channel where she goes around and she got a van now. And she, you know, does videos and stuff from all over the world. And she, she's a dear, sweet person. You know, we became like podcasting buddies, I guess, if you could call it that. So, you know, whenever I needed her help or I wanted her to come on, she'd be like, of course, I'll come right on. Boof, you know, there she was. Yeah. That was episode number one, and it's all been downhill from there. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So uh, I guess that's probably what I was going to ask you next. Do you have, um, like, was that, was your first one, like, your, you know, everybody has their, like, their best moment, you know, their memory, that one show that just, you know, made their when they feel like I arrived this is it you know that's the best show I think we think all of our shows are like our best shows like this was the one <laughs> yeah. the one that it's the one show that you haven't done yet is, is your best show right? <laughs> right that's the way a lot of people look at it <laughs> you know uh, I, I don't know you know it, it's funny because the one thing that I kind of had in mind like when I was initially going to do the show I have another job that we don't talk about. <laughs> and I would get ideas and I would just like write them down on a little post-it note and saying, oh, you know, I can do this and I can do this. And the show just kept on changing from week to week with like different ideas and stuff like that. And I liked the fact that I was calling the shots. The first episode with Allison, we were on the phone talking through an app. And now it's like, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, I have a computer. I went out, I bought a microphone. I uh, I found a voiceover guy, you know, and, and just it just became more of a more of a thing. I had a little bit of a background in like college radio, so I had a feel for like what a radio show was, and I kind of like that. But obviously, you know, you can't always do music, but you could still kind of put in little segments and stuff like that in the show, rather than just going on doing an interview and saying, "Okay, okay I'll see you." Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Oh, but I didn't answer your question, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even cross um, but wait, wait. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's really from episode to episode. Sometimes there's like little moments in each show that, that kind of stick out in my mind. 
then you know it doesn't necessarily have to be the whole show sometimes there's just if you're talking with somebody famous and all of a sudden you make them laugh or they make you laugh and you feel like you're on that same kind of par or even when you're talking with another person who's got a podcast and you're of like mind and you're you're, you're thinking and saying the exact same things and it's like yeah you feel that camaraderie right off the bat yeah definitely definitely okay well good okay because i know everybody has i like to hear that because i know i had i've had mine too but you know what i've also had too is my worst you know time i've had my most embarrassing and then i've had my like most like oh i should just quit now <laughs> so have you had those too <laughs> have you ever like podcasting or maybe not even podcasting maybe uh maybe you've had it with you know with pot with just your show in general or maybe it was something that ha- else happened that made you want to like po- possibly give up but you didn't have you ever had one of those um I haven't gotten to that point yet. I came to a realization there were two episodes that I recorded that will never see the light of day because when I listened back to it, I put myself in the position of the listener. I mean, you listen to a lot of shows too? To, to, to a lot of shows? Yeah, to a lot of podcasts. Um, actually, to be honest with you, when I first started podcasting, I had never really even listened to podcasts. Actually, somebody thought that was very crazy that I hadn't and I just put one together but like actually now more like this year I'm starting to listen to a lot more because I know that's the only way I'm going to really really grow and actually like I like it so I never liked podcasts when I started I just was like oh my god this is perfect I have so much to say I was like yeah you know, I like listening to other people it's enlightening yeah. and like what happens is when I do a show and, and everything is all recorded I put myself in the place of the listener. Like, would somebody really want to listen to this interview right now? You know, if it was something where somebody was just like obnoxious or they, they just like talked over me and they didn't really want to have a conversation because that's all my shows are. They're just conversations. You know, there's no, I always tell people it's a conversation. It's not an interrogation. You know, if there's everything yeah. you're uncomfortable talking about, tell me now or tell me later and I can always edit it out. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know? Sure, I, I get that's very important. Actually, I I, I had my uh, uh, incident with that there, but yeah, I like that too. Because um, when we were saying interview, I was like, well, I'm not very interviewish. Like me, like I'll have questions, but it's kind of like I just kind of let it flow. It's like if you're like sitting in my living room or something, we're just talking, and it's like a, like conversation, but very interesting, right. you know, conversation. And I like that because people like like hearing. They don't want to hear. So, did you tell me more about your? <laughs> You know, they want to hear people that really have a conversation and talk. Right. Especially when I when I do the, the Too Many Podcast shows, because when I do the celebrity shows, it's called the Sherpa Screening Room. I noticed and, that. I was like, yeah. that's too different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that explains the different artwork. <laughs> when, yeah, when I'm on with the podcasters, like when I'll be interviewing you, spoiler alert, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's let's get to know Brandy. You know, what? What like when you're kind of doing with me, like, what, well, what's behind? His, what's in his head? What does he like to do? What makes it work, you know, for this person? What makes it work for that person? And you, and you always get different answers. But it's funny. There's a lot of commonalities sometimes too. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So with your family, how are they are? Uh, do they ever participate with you, or are they kind of just like you know? Because I know what people always tell me with their families is different. Some of them completely just don't even pay it any attention, and then you have some that are like really engaged. You know, <laughs> um, not too much really, but that's okay. 
Yeah. Because I think it would be worse if they were into it and they wanted to compete. <laughs> and then it's like, it kind of takes the fun away from it then, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that too about like, uh, with their families and stuff. They're kind of like, I guess maybe because they hear you talk all the time. Because I was thinking like, I would be interested in listening to me. Why aren't you? But I was like, you know what? I don't want you to be interested. Because <laughs> you might want to do it too. <laughs> For one of us. Okay. Do you have siblings? I have an older sister. She's a... Uh, about five years older. I'm 41, so she's about to hit her 50s, I think, pretty soon. Tell okay. <laughs> but yeah. were, you, were you competitive growing up, or there's too much of an age difference? Do you think that? Um, it didn't really I think matter? It was the, the, the age difference because with her, I was like always like tagged along. She always took me places because she was like on ROTC soccer, uh, ran track, and then she would always like take me with her to her events and stuff. So. Yeah, she's kind of like that big sister, that nurturer. You know, I just want to be my big sister. So, yeah. so but she doesn't want to do a podcast, though, right? No, she has no. She has no interest. When I try to talk to her, I keep telling myself every time, stop trying to talk to her about it. She doesn't care. Why waste your time? And I found myself doing it again today. Like I see the corner of my eye. Like she said, her foot hurt. It did, but got <laughs> 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 interest. And I'm just like, okay, for all this time, I'm never gonna talk about this show again. So, wait till I make it big time. <laughs> you think maybe it's easier talking to people who are strangers to you than than people who know you? You think? I always wonder about that. I think so. I first, well, in the beginning, I didn't know. You know, I thought it'd be easier actually with my family since, because you know, it was the beginning. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. But then I find out that it's easier way easier with people I don't know because your family's kind of already either judgy or annoyed or like you haven't even gotten the words out and they're like what are you talking about <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna tell you <laughs> I'm telling you now you know so they're already just they've already checked you know checked you out and it's just like okay well you have no interest so but there's a ton of other people that do so I'll just keep talking to them <laughs> yeah and, and I guess too with, with strangers there's no preconceived notions about you Exactly. You're, you're a voice mm-hmm. you know, or a face if you're, if you're doing the video as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, either they feel that they're going to get to know you or they're going to check out your show and they're going to decide, well, I like listening to her or I don't like listening to her. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's no pressure on you because you don't know who these people are. They're just they're strangers until they say, hey, Brandy, I just checked out your show and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to the ones that I get that say, what are you doing on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it, I found it to be a lot easier. The family, they already just kind of like, what's that? You're doing that thing again, huh? That's why they added that. You're that thing again, you do. You know, I, I did pull a supporter finally, and it made me feel really good. It was my son's grandmother, his um, dad's um, mom. And she finally listened one day. She said she was very impressed. She had no idea. She knew I was doing this thing. Every time she came over, I had a mic in, and the floor. I was like, I, I'm in the middle of an interview right now. It's like, interview. And then she found out what I was doing. She was pretty impressed. My my mother in law said, so, "So how's your game show going?" I'm like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> not a game show." <laughs> I try listening to it one day. You'll figure that. I have no prizes to give away. <laughs> <laughs> like, but dear, I probably have more listeners. Like, no. <laughs> when I, when I first started out um, in the first season, when I interviewed the the chocolatier. He said, let's do a giveaway. So we gave away uh, a box of his chocolates from Australia. And 
I did videos and everything like that. You know, join the contest. All you got to do is, you know, tweet something. Nothing. <laughs> one person. One person responded. I said, we have a winner. <laughs> yeah, you would think that they, wow, I don't know. I guess you got, got to be doing it like Oprah. You give it out cards or something. <laughs> you get a podcast. You get a podcast. You get a podcast. Right? I was even like, you could be a co-host of my show. And you could pick the topic. <laughs> like, okay, you know what you're missing. <laughs> Everybody listening all over the world. That's true. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they believe me when I say that. They're like, where did I find you? I said, everywhere. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's kind of surprising too when you see that that kind of result that people on the other side of the globe, where maybe in a language that you don't speak, and there's the exactly. podcast. Mm hmm. Yep. I checked that other video. I was like, I didn't even pronounce that name. And I was like, wow. Okay. I see. I see. I told you I was worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. Hey, if, at least if you got that one person that appreciates you or, you know, sends you a like or a tweet or something like that, you feel like, Hey, I'm doing work. There's somebody I'm getting through to. And that's, yeah. you know, and that even one is almost as valuable as a million, as long as you feel that there's some sort of a connection and there's an appreciation there. Yeah, exactly. And that, that like helps you to want to, you know, keep going. Cause you're like, okay, that's great. So then there's, you know, cause if you don't get it, it's kind of like, so can somebody say something? <laughs> can you say you don't like it? So I'll know, you know where to go with this. <laughs> Yeah. I, I get that too. It's kind of like, is this on? Hello? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got that. And I'm like, can you hear me? Please tell me. Cricket. <laughs> they can hear me too. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh. I haven't gotten any hate mail yet, so I guess I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, I you know, <laughs> let me think. No, no, not any hate mail. Not even any, uh, saying what's this or I really haven't done anything like that and that's pretty pleasant I like that I, for the most part in podcasting has been very positive yeah mm -hmm. same here yeah so do you have any embarrassing did we did we have the embarrassing moments um just for like oh <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head Nothing. I don't think I've done anything too horrible sometimes I get like my facts wrong that's usually been like the worst thing that I've done in during the course of an interview but nothing completely that that made the person look bad they'll just be like no that's not what happened <laughs> oh okay <laughs> but but that's okay you know i don't want to be the smartest person in the room when i do my interviews so it's if you're learning something from the person then yeah, yeah that's always a plus yeah totally because i always feel like i always forget that i'm the host of, like with all my shows usually i'm just like really <laughs> i'm like oh okay my turn yeah, and I like that. Like, yeah. you know, if I'm that engaged and then the listeners, you know, are true, sure. I'm going to be kind of surprised. I do my homework, but I want to be surprised too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want it to be like staged really. I don't really like that. I don't work well with that. Kind of, I like it to be very authentic. And if I do a oopsie or I'm like, sorry, it's more genuine. Right. You know, the, the first couple of episodes that I did, I wrote down every last question that I wanted to ask. And then I realized by like the fifth show, I'm not listening to what the person is saying. I'm more concentrating more on getting to question number two, three, yeah. and four. And I was like, this isn't a conversation. This is just a, you know, answer this question. And they probably get enough of that. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, after a while, I stopped writing things down. I mean, if it was a person who had a lot of accomplishments, I'll list those and just say, okay, we can pick, you know, one from column A, one from column B. Let's talk about this. What happened here? You know, what do you think of this person? And it works kind of like that. Then other times it's just, I always tell people, if you go off on a tangent, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I totally get it too. And when you said that, you'll find yourself paying more attention to the the next, getting ready for the next question. And you didn't really hear, hear that person. I think I also read it somewhere too. You know how sometimes, you know, I'll do my uh, little reading from people that, you know, I just try to gain as much knowledge and, and, and all the advice that I can so I don't make those same mistakes. And it definitely pointed that out. And I did find myself when in the beginning, I was like, I gotta get these questions out of what I get. Like with you, I didn't, I took notes, like stuff I wanted to make sure I, I hit. But nothing, you know, like, oh, this question, that question, this question. Because then I'm not even going to be like, wait, what do you need? And you can tell it's that genuine because, you know, when we're talking, how we're talking now, but mm-hmm. it's going to be really short, like, responses I'll probably give you if I'm more focused on the question, you know, the next one versus what you just said. Because you could have said something like, one word could have been really like, did he just say that? And then you're like, she didn't hear that. What did he just say? <laughs> I'm like, that's great, great. <laughs> so yeah for sure okay did you ever have interviews where you talk to someone and, and you got like a series of those one two word answers and you were kind of like an <laughs> well it's funny you say that I'm like bestie I'm not even gonna put her in, but it was so funny though I love her to pieces I'm not gonna say her, her name okay Dawn I said it <laughs> like best friends now <laughs> But I told her the other day, I because I, I went back into our shows, and I was looking, and I, I seen her, because I love her to pieces, and I said, oh, I'm going to listen to me and Donnie's show. I don't know, you know Don Maltrip, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I said, I'm going to listen to one of our shows. I said, Donnie, I'm listening to our show. And I was listening, I said, I said, gosh, Don, I said, you didn't make it easy on me, did you? <laughs> he was like, in the beginning, I'm just like, I was like, I was like, uh, uh, so... You know, but it, it wasn't that hard to really get going. You know what I mean? You just have to have that you know, because with some people, just there's no. I think that's how you can tell when someone's genuine. And so she could. It, it was only natural that we were gonna actually mesh together. But as mm-hmm. person, if I would have just been that average, just next question, question. I don't think I would have got much, like much. Like you said, people are used to that. You know what I mean? They want people to like really know who they are, and they have something, you know, to know who they are and what, why they do what they do, and who they're doing it for. You know, children right. and all that stuff. And, that they're actual person, you know, and so sure. that's what that's what I like to do for my guest is to show, especially if it's like a, you know, like celebrities and stuff like that. I want people to uh, see them in a, as a person, a, a whole different light. Like they have hobbies, they do things, they're just they just like you and I, and, and then they kind of connect with them more, you know. And then when they see them, they're like, oh, that's uh, you know, you know, you kind of yeah. know some people's like. So I think that's pretty cool to do for people. That's very funny that you should mention that. Uh, when I started doing the Sherpa screening room with talking with celebrities, uh, you know Sean Kanan is, right? He was on General Hospital. He was on Karate Kid 3. He played a villain. Was he the one who played Jason? Uh, no, he played A.J. Quartermain. Oh, like Jason's brother. Right, right. <laughs> and we did an interview, and I debuted this small feature called Totally Random Questions. And I, I gave him a heads up about it before we did the interview. And I just said, 
you know, I'm doing this part where I'll say, are you ready for totally random questions? And it's just, you know, just off the wall questions instead of the same thing like, what are you doing next? And what was this superstar really like? And, you know, I would just ask him like things like, he, he made a, he wrote a cookbook. So I said, what, what makes a good spaghetti sauce? So I figured he probably didn't get asked that question a lot of times. <laughs> and he said, he said, I like this. He said, because he, he had gotten hurt when he was filming Karate Kid 3. And he said, he said, Jim, if I have to tell that story one more time, I'm going to snap. <laughs> and I said, don't worry, I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> and when we actually came and did the interview and I, and we talked about Karate Kid 3 and I said, well, you know, Sean got hurt doing that. I said, but if you want to hear that story, you have to listen to a different podcast because we're not talking about it here. And he just started cracking up like, that was great. <laughs> And that's awesome when you can get that that lighter side of them. It's like they get right. to relax. Yeah. And, it's, and it's there, especially the the ones that want to come on podcasts. They want to have fun. I think they want to show another side of them because I think if they go in and they give you the road answers, they're not doing anything for their image. They're you know, they're, like you said, they're showing you that they're people, and, you know, and and that's how they want to be treated too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. Some people don't think that. I don't. I. I. I'm people personally that I, I. I like that side of people. You know what I mean? Because that's when you get to really know somebody. Sure. You know, you get to know each other. So, awesome, awesome. Okay. Well, what's um? I, I want to ask you. So, say for instance, if this wasn't your show, or you had the option, or this wasn't the show. Say this show right here just wasn't available for some reason. Somebody had gotten your idea, gotten your title, and you're like, well, crap. What would have been your next? thought for a show hmm you know i was i'm like mulling the idea of another <laughs> of another kind of podcast that's funny that you should mention that because i am very ahead of schedule with the ones that i'm doing mm-hmm. i'm like i'm playing season three episodes i've just finished season four recordings <laughs> and I'm like, like the next people that i interview will be on season for season five which will be in another you know, so many months by the time it comes out. And I was thinking of doing a side thing. I did another side project called The Expert Factory where I had people call in and give like life advice, stuff like that, how to do things better. It was like a little mini series. It, it, it worked out okay. I, I was happy with it. I wasn't thrilled with it. But there was like another thing that I wanted to do. And maybe, I don't know if I should mention it because maybe somebody might steal the idea. But it, uh, this one kind of had like a true crime angle. I'll just say that. But it's cool. not your typical, it wouldn't be your typical, blah, 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 not be your typical true crime podcast. Okay, we'll leave it at that because we don't want nobody stealing that. <laughs> right. Don't steal my idea. <laughs> right now we copyrighted. What time is it? Uh, we're on my show. Okay. <laughs> It was his first. Okay. <laughs> now, now you're listening to it, you're going, what did he mean by that? <laughs> you know anything? Like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I see we have some things in common there, because you made me feel so much better, but we'll save that for when you do me. Okay. I'm like, hmm. Fill that out. Okay. Right, well, so I don't know if for you, well, I'm pretty sure you'll agree, but I know for me that but I'm not going to assume, I'm just going to ask you. What is your, most, out of podcasting, all that's come with it, the time you've been in it, what, what's the most, what's your most favorite thing? I'm trying to see if I'm wording this right. What have you gained out of it the, the most that you've appreciated? Okay. Um, you, I, I think we kind of touched on it earlier, really the, the camaraderie that you get out of it. 
you don't feel so alone sometimes. I mean, you're you're like me. You're not in a big fancy studio where there are a dozen people surrounding you and saying, "Okay, Brandy, you have to do this." It's, it's just it's your baby, and you take it whatever direction you want to. But the fact that you've got that vision, and there are people who really they want to, for, for lack of a better word, they want to play along. Like, okay, I'll come on your show and let's talk and we'll have fun and that's that's very satisfying you know you're, you're kind of in charge of of an aspect of your life in a sense before, uh, before we finish out can you tell us something that nobody knows about you <laughs> voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore options like early voting mail-in voting and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Democracy works best when we all vote, but misinformation and confusion about election procedures have resulted in low voter turnout. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, takes the guesswork out of the voting process. How to Vote is easy to use and helps folks from all over the country overcome many of the process barriers to voting. Democracy Works is committed to helping you vote no matter what. Their tool, How to Vote, does just that. And these are some examples. You can sign up for election reminders, see what's on your ballot, get step-by-step assistance requesting your ballot, Explore your options for returning your voted mail ballot. Check your voter registration status. Find your polling site and make sure you have the appropriate ID. Listen up. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Yes, decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Dot vote, please. Go check this out now. One thing that nobody knows about me, huh? Uh, I'm Batman. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. When I used to DJ in college. I did a radio show with my friend and my radio name was the beaver. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm taking it that that did pull from the the show, leave it to beaver. Because they would do the introductions and then they would say, and Jimmy as the beaver. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You just like kind of made me want to watch an episode of Believe It's the Beat. Hmm. I saw somebody's dog the other day, just like Lassie. It made me want to watch Lassie. I haven't seen that in forever. I think I'm just wanting to go back in the time because of what's going on. Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. Go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choices to use 
when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on election day. This election matters. Make sure you have a plan to vote and vote informed. This year, with changes to polling places and vote by mail laws as a result of COVID, it's more important than ever to have a plan to vote. Local elected officials affect our lives every day. They decide who to prosecute, monitor the quality of our drinking water, and choose the leadership of our schools. 30% of voters take the time to vote and then leave some part of their ballot blank. This is a missed opportunity to choose the leaders of our communities. It's okay if you're unfamiliar with some of the more local positions. We recommend hosting a ballot party, get together with friends over Zoom, split up the research and go through your ballots together. Go to BallotReady.org. Go to BallotReady.org. B-A-L-L-O-T Ready.org. Enter your address to make a plan to vote and vote informed. Go to BallotReady.org, please. This is very important that you vote and you vote informed. Thank you. Yes, and also uh, I launched something just recently called the Sherpa Shop. And it's a website where people can do a bunch of online shopping. There's like a hundred stores. And, at, you know, it's one of those affiliate marketing things. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. And out of the money, you know, out of what's spent, and if, if I get a commission, 5% of it goes to the charity Feeding America. So I figured get to do some good for the world. They just need to know one word, and it's Sherpa-lution, S-H-E-R-P-A-L-U-T-I-O-N, because my website is Sherpa-lution.com, and if they want to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, Sherpa-lution as well, and I'm there. Yeah, I think if I do other projects, that at least it all falls under one umbrella rather than coming up with a different name for everything. That's why it's Sherpa-lution. Because I figure it's still the Sherpa. <laughs> Hello, this is the podcast Sherpa. <laughs> Be sure to catch my show on your favorite podcast app on my website, SherpaLution.com. And while you're at it, make sure you're listening to this podcast too, a voice to be reckoned with, with the lovely and talented Brandy J. <laughs> Are you registered to vote? Headcount is a nonpartisan organization that works with the music and entertainment industry to get fans to vote. To update or check your voter registration status, go to headcount.org, where you'll find all the information you need to be ready for election day. Are you registered to vote at your current address? More than 60% of eligible voters have never been asked to register. Headcount.org is working to change that. At Headcount.org, you can also check your registration status. Millions of people get purged from the voter rolls every year. Everyone should check their registration status every year. The deadline to register to vote in some states 
is as early as October 4th. So you want to check for then. You can also request an absentee ballot. Get info on early voting. Find your polling place or see what's on your ballot. Headcount is a nonpartisan nonprofit that tours with musicians to help concert attendees register to vote. But you don't need to leave your house to register or get voting info. Just visit headcount.org. Register to vote at headcount.org. Register to vote at headcount.org. H-E-A-D-C-O-U-N-T dot org. Because this matters.